0: Can I get it? oh yeah? Welcome to Podcast My Brand, where we help you launch your branded podcast, get better at the craft of podcasting, grow your audience, and make cash from your show. I'm your host, Elsie, the mayor of Podcast Town. Let's get to it.
1: We help you launch, grow, and maximize.
0: All right, Jason. Can I get a, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Perfect. Perfect. So tell us about your podcast and what it's about. Right. Well,
1: my podcast is all about digital marketing and probably actually I'm now extending it out to marketing. I started it two years ago now. I'm into season three and I actually started it not particularly because I wanted to make a podcast, but because I wanted an excuse to travel the world. The initial idea was that I would go to conferences. And I would just grab people who were talking about something that was interesting for me and just do a 15, 20-minute conversation with them in the middle of the conference. And I started with YoastCon and SMX and PubCon. And it was absolutely brilliant because what would happen is that people would start a conversation. I mean, I would be sitting or talking to people and then I would say to them, stop. And everyone does exactly what you just did. Is like, oh, that's really weird. And I say, don't say anything else. And they would think that I was just being really rude and telling them to shut up. But in fact, I was saying, don't tell me anymore because I would like to have a conversation about this with you where I don't know what you're going to say. And then I would sit them down in a corner, a quietish corner, and talk to them, have a conversation about what it is they were talking about. Um, as it turns out, by doing that, I learned absolutely boatloads about things that I never expected to learn about. Simply because you focus on what this person is saying is really interesting. I want to know more. Please explain it to me in words of two syllables or less. And Brad Gaddis is a great example. He was talking about why Microsoft would never drop Bing. And we've got a great podcast episode about that. And that was a good example of somebody who I had never met
0: who talked to me about something I had never thought about before. Now, what's something that has happened to you? Because of your podcast, I call it podcast rain. (laughs) It just comes out of the sky and you're like, where did that come from? Give me one quick example of some podcast rain that has happened for you.
1: I talked to a guy called Andrea Volpini from WordLift. And he started talking to me about how WordLift works in entity-based search. I mean, if you don't know very much about how Google functions, it used to just count words and inbound links. And now it actually understands the world And he started talking to me about how Google understands the world, knowledge graphs. And that just made me
0: stop, think and want to learn more. Got it. Cool. So one of the things that I love, Jason, is to have fun. So are you ready to have a little bit of fun? I'm definitely ready to have a bit of fun. So we're going to play a game called guest stats, basically similar to 20 questions. I'm going to think of a person, place or thing, and you're going to ask me questions to figure out what that person, place or thing is. Right. Are you ready to play Guess That? Yep, Guess That Entity. All right, Jason, I am thinking of a thing. And your job is to ask me questions to figure out what that thing is. I already know what it is. It's grass. It is
1: not grass. Oh, darn. I thought I could play the big... That's what we call the big play, (laughs) which is completely foolish. Okay, so I need to ask you a question. Is the question yes or no, or can it be? It can be open. Okay, what color is it? Red and black, I guess. Okay, so it's not grass, then it's not an orange, which is my second choice. (laughs) How big is it? It is made up of a group of people. Is it limited to one place? Yes. Is it to do with sports? Yes. It must be the crowd for some kind of either football, basketball or baseball team because you're American. So it's not going to be an English football team, all blacks from New Zealand. I've got no idea. I think the Vikings is probably the name of a team and they're called the Philadelphia Vikings.
0: Well, that's not a thing, but I'll give you a hint. It is a team. It's a team. Okay. It's podcast town team.
1: Try again. Nah, that's not a thing. Okay, so it's red and black. The thing is you're wearing a red and black podcast team jacket. So all I can think of is podcast town. I don't know anything about American sports. Oh, I do know that the New York Jets has nothing to do with this because they wear white and gray or something. And Miami Dolphins were all kind of bluey and turquoisey. How many questions do I get? Is that my
0: three questions? You get as many as you need. Oh, right. Okay. How many people? Oh, that's a good question. Fifteen. So it's rugby. So it's a rugby team of people
1: wearing red and black. The Northampton Harriers. It is not rugby, but you're getting close. So it's American football. I'm never going to get this. I didn't say it was football. Ah, okay. Hockey, football, team. It's nothing to do with marketing. Nope. Okay. 15 people
0: wearing, do they wear the red and black? They wear the red and black. And it is a sporting team? It is a sports team. It is an American sports team.
1: Okay. That was my next question. Is it American? Is it on the left-hand side or the right-hand side?
0: It's kind of in the middle, like right in the middle. Isn't Orlando right in the middle? It is not. Oh, right. Okay. Orlando would be considered on the East Coast. Right.
1: Texas is in the middle at the bottom. I'm guessing here, Chicago. Is Chicago in the middle? Is the
0: Chicago Bulls.
1: Wow. I was desperately thinking of anything that wasn't on the left or on the right, like New York and San Francisco. (laughs) Chicago was a guess. And one thing about Chicago is it's one town I've always wanted to visit because I come from a musical background and Chicago blues is something that if I could just hang around in Chicago and go to bars listening to Chicago blues, I would be a happy person for at least a week, probably a month, maybe even a year.
0: Well, who knows? Maybe one day that'll happen and we'll have to connect. I'm probably about an hour and a half-ish north of Chicago, so... Right, okay. So the day I come to Chicago and hang
1: out in bars, I'll give you a call. You come down and we can have a beer and listen to some amazing blues music. Oh, and get really cold because it's windy, isn't it? It is
0: very cold and windy, yes wonderful. Very cool. So thank you for uh, being a good sport. (laughs) Rubbish at guessing though, if I might (laughs) say so. Oh, it's just getting funner. It's getting funner and funner, Jason. So let me ask you this. You are an experienced podcaster and you've been at it for a little bit. What things are you doing or have you done to get better at the craft of podcasting?
1: I like this question because one of the things that I do, people actually tell me either I'm self-obsessed or how can you possibly do that? It must be awful. And what I do is I listen back to every single podcast I host and the word isn't criticized, but I listen and I think, how could I have approached that better as a host? How could I have made this better for the audience and for the guest? It's listening back and not thinking I'm rubbish. It's thinking... I'm okay, or I'm good, but I could have been better. So it's listening back and learning to listen back and not be overcritical
0: and learn from the good things and the bad things that you do. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I call the game tape. I am a former high school athlete. And one of the things that you do as an athlete is you watch tape and you watch the game. You watch when you miss your defensive assignment, when you were off time, All of those things. And that's how you get better. So I'm glad you gave that answer. Right. Okay. And also when you slip on the grass on your bowman, you look like a fool. Yes. Because we (laughs) learn and we grow from those things, right? (laughs) Yeah. As a
1: musician, that's kind of where I'm coming from as well. I mean, I was playing music in the 90s and there weren't very many recordings. But actually when I could watch a recording, I'd watch it and think music for me is all about the show. How could I make this a better show? Because I know I can play the music. But how can I present that music in a better way to the people who are actually
0: coming along and watching? Precisely. Okay, so Jason, are you ready for some trivia? Yes. Okay. So here's what's gonna happen. Podcast town. I'm gonna give you six categories, and then you tell me which one you want to start with, and we'll go from there. We have general. Science, entertainment, arts, history, or geography? Entertainment. Entertainment. Okay. Are you ready for the first question? Yep. In the TV show The Simpsons, what does Krusty's dad do for a living? I'll repeat that. In the TV show The Simpsons, what does Krusty's dad do for a living? Now, I have to say, when you started with in
1: the TV show The Simpsons, I thought, I've nailed this. Then you said Krusty the Clown, and I thought, I really have nailed this. And then you said, what does his dad do? And I said, I'm lost. He's probably a clown. (laughs)
0: I'll give you one more shot. A prison guard. Also wrong. He is a (laughs) rabbi. Seriously? He is a rabbi. Okay, brilliant. I learned something new today. Let's do another one. Do you want entertainment again, geography, history, arts, the general, or science? I'm going to go for geography on the assumption
1: that I know more about geography than you do. Got it. Okay.
0: (laughs) Oh, no, this might be bad. Okay. What U.S. city is home to the Field Museum of Natural History? What U.S. city is home to the Field Museum of Natural History? Now, geography
1: outside the U.S., I probably would have nailed it. Within the U.S., now, town, the first thing that came into my head was Kentucky, but that's a state, so that doesn't count. And I'm just desperately trying to think of any... Oh, Chicago. Did the look on my face give that away? (laughs) No, it's just it worked for me once, so I'm going (laughs) for it again. Got it. Okay, so let's do one more. The next town, Chicago as well, so no need to ask the question. <laughs> Brilliant.
0: Okay, so let's see. History, art, general, or science? Well, go for science. All right. What is another name for vitamin B5? What is another name for vitamin B5? So, B12 is yeast. B5 is...
1: A is sunshine, D is soil, and B5 is
0: spaghetti. Oh, man, I love my job. Okay, the correct (laughs) answer is panthofinic, I think that's how you pronounce it, acid. So panthofinic acid, acid is the correct word. Right, so you just asked me a question to which you can't even say the answer. I did indeed. But see, the point of here, Jason, is I like to make fun of the guests, not the other way around. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. I'm completely out of my place. But we can absolutely make fun of each other. That makes it fun. Okay. Right. So I got one out of three? It appears so, yes.
1: Okay. That's (laughs) failed then. Right. Brilliant.
0: Okay. So on that note, so we just talked about failure a little bit. We talked about falling on the grass and all that stuff. And I'm sure this next question has been iterative. So what are some of the ways or maybe the top way that you found you've been able to grow your audience? Now, that's kind of interesting. What I actually ended up finding,
1: I mean, I tried all sorts of different things. Talking to people one-on-one is actually a really good way to grow your audience. It sounds counterintuitive, but it's possibly the best way to get a new listener because you actually talk to them, they see you and they understand kind of what your approach is. Either they like it or they don't. And if they do, then you probably hook them. And in fact, I would then answer the question in a probably a better way, a more helpful way, is be yourself on social media. Pick the platform you like. I like Twitter, and Twitter's been incredibly successful for me because I'm being myself. And as soon as I try to be somebody else, it just doesn't work. And that is a song. <laughs> and you know it is. It's be yourself. Don't try to be anybody else. Just be yourself. And I can't remember where it's from.
0: Yeah, the other thing that we're going to do when you come to Chicago, we're going to listen to some blues. I'm dry, so I'll have a root beer, and right. we're going to collab on some music because I'm also a singer. So, we'll do that. Brilliant. But follow up question for you. You mentioned being yourself on social, picking a platform. Should people pick one platform? Should they pick five? What's your advice?
1: I would say as an individual with a proper job where you actually have to pay attention to what you're doing to make a living, More than two platforms is going to be too much of a struggle. I would say Twitter, I do reasonably well. And LinkedIn, I do my best. People keep pulling me into Facebook and I simply don't have the time.
0: Absolutely. I totally agree with that advice. So this, and I know in my intro, I say get cash from your show. Partly as tongue in cheek, how do you get value from your show, right? Obviously, not everybody is going to make dollars. But there are other ways to get value from a podcast. How have you gotten the most value from your show? Well, for me personally, the value has been learning
1: from other people. I mean, the lovely thing about doing a podcast, I mean, I'm in the marketing, digital marketing sphere. A couple of years ago, when I started the podcast, I thought, I know quite a lot. And as soon as you talk to people who know an awful lot about a very specific topic, you realize how little you really know and how much you have to learn. So my personal cash From the show was learning from people who explained things that I hadn't really thought through properly. I would say from doing the podcast, I have learned, let's say 10,000 times more than I did in the previous period of the same size. That's what I get from it. What the audience gets from it, I think, and I hope from listening to a lot of podcasts, this one is definitely not included is that podcasts can often be very dry and boring, especially in the marketing industry. And I think what the audience gets from the podcast that when they listen to mine is that the guests share and they share in a fun and enjoyable manner. And you get to laugh whilst you learn.
0: And I think that's the big cash for the audience. Got it. Very, very cool. I found the same. When I started my (laughs) show, the only goal was to meet people and learn from them because I knew that people love to tell Mm -hmm. you what they know. So I figured I'll start the show. I'll ask a couple of decent questions and I'll just shut up and listen and take notes. And it worked fantastically. I have literally a full notebook Mm -hmm. of all these concepts and principles that these brilliant business people have. So that's definitely a value-packed... But that's absolutely brilliant because I've actually found that people pitch to me and
1: they say, well, can I be on your show? And a lot of the time... If I overthink it, I get it wrong. And a lot of the time you just say, yeah, you want to talk about that. I mean, I say, you talk about whatever gets you excited. And I've done 160 shows. I would say there are six that stand out as being pretty uninteresting for me personally. But I've actually heard back from the audience and they said, I actually found that really interesting. So kind of come what may. I think if I don't get something out of it, the audience does and vice versa or best
0: case scenario, we both do. So it's a win-win no-lose situation exactly and what i always tell people is it's about the listener anyway it's about them both from the host perspective and the guest it's all about giving value to the audience all right jason our last game are you ready to play yep so this is called truth and lies you're going to tell me three things about yourself two of those things are going to be true and one of those things are going to be a big, fat lie. So are you ready to play? I'll give you a second yeah. to think about it. Now, Yeah, this is starting to sound like a pajama party.
1: <laughs> so it's two truths and one lie. Yes. And the idea is that I tell it in such a way that you can't guess which
0: one is the lie. Exactly. So I'll give you a second here to think of what you got.
1: All right, hit me. I was my own mother, my own father, my wife's father, my wife's grandfather in a cartoon series. That's number one. Number two, I went to the same university as John Lennon. Number three, I played football in the French third division.
0: Hmm. Which is the lie? Hmm. I'm going to say the lie is you did not play football.
1: You are actually right. Nailed it. (laughs) I played in the fourth division. Nice. (laughs) So I did actually play football in France in a very relatively high level, but it wasn't quite as high as I just stated.
0: (laughs) Got it. Well, Jason, thank you so much for being a great sport and having (laughs) fun with us and sharing some really cool practical tips for podcasters to grow because that's what we're all about. We're all about having fun and helping grow our shows because as a podcaster myself, that's always on my mind. How do I grow? So thank you so much for sharing. Thank you so much. Can I ask you one question before
1: it all ends? Of course. What percentage of your guests have the third thing they say as being the lie. And I would bet it's probably well over 50%. I don't know. I would have to actually look back and think about that. There's a question. Everybody listen back to every single episode and count (laughs) up. And I will bet my bottom dollar that most of the time the lie is the third one. I'll have to take that down. I've just made the theory up and it's probably complete rubbish, but it's well worth looking into. (laughs)
0: Got it. So Jason, tell everybody where they can reach you, how they can connect, if they have questions or if they want to connect.
1: Right. Okay. I call myself the Brand SERP guy. Brand SERP is what appears when your audience searches your personal brand name or your brand name. So if you search for Jason Barnard on Google, you will find absolutely everything about me, where you can find me, Twitter notably, So basically, I now tell people, rather than, say, connect with me on Twitter or on LinkedIn or on my own site or through my employer, who is actually myself because I own my own company, you search for my name and you will just have all the results that allow you to choose how you want to connect with me. Very cool. Thank you so
0: much again for joining us. Brilliant. Wonderful. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for joining us on this edition of Podcast My Brand. If you got value from the show, join our email list for show updates and exclusive tips on building trust, growing influence, and increasing authority with your podcast brand. Thanks again, and we'll talk with you next time.